0: Good morning. See, we're back in our sanctuary. They're going to the altar, altar, pyramids with the thorn of crowns and with the nails. And as we heard it, we prayed, yes, be merciful, Lord. That's the prayer of the tax collector, isn't it? Remember our text? We started yesterday for yesterday, yesterday, Wednesday, today, Thursday, and then tomorrow. It's Luke chapter 18, verse 9, 14. If you um, didn't read it yesterday, take a look at it today. So, um, and is the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector that some of you may know. So Jesus' story would have shocked his listeners especially the Pharisees who were watching on the fringes of the crowd for an opportunity to trip Jesus up. It was assumed that the Pharisees were righteous in God's eye, that they were certainly more righteous than the tax collector, of course. But Jesus turns the table in his story, doesn't he? Jesus was critical of the Pharisee and of common practice of religious people, self-righteousness. The Pharisee's life was based on his achievements, In a sense, the Pharisees were a self-made man. He created himself through discipline, self-control, and a commitment to specific religious practices. He was proud of what he had done. Jesus was not impressed. Though Jesus may not have applauded the tax collector in his vocational choice, he did highlight the way the man approached God. The tax collector did not focus on himself, but on God and God's mercy. You see, Jesus points out that the tax collector went to to his home justified. And justified means to be made right. We know what it is like to live in a right relationship with others when everything is good between us. That's the type of relationship, the task collector had with God when he left the temple. On the other hand, things were never quite right with the Pharisee. Either he had to do more, or God wasn't doing enough. Things never lined up in his relationship with God. Instead of peace, there was unrest. Instead of contentment, there was dissatisfaction. Instead of joy, there was there was sadness. What the Pharisee needs, and you and I, is to look at Jesus. Look at Jesus as he dies on the cross. You can't see the whole cross back there. But it's there. It's the big one behind me. Right? We need to look at Jesus as he dies on the cross. For our sins of pride. Look at Jesus as he humbles himself for you and for me. You see, God becomes human. And not only a human, but someone who actually dies. And not just someone who dies, but someone who dies on a cross. Look how God humbles himself for you. How much he loves you. And when God, when we see the cross, and we, when we see what Jesus does for us, there we are humbled. Because we see just how much pain our sins caused Jesus on the cross. Don't we? Don't you? I I think we're humbled. I really do. Because we we know that we don't deserve this amazing love of God. We're humble. We're also grateful. For God's mercy. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Thank you for humbling yourself on the cross for my sins. Fill me with humility and direct my eyes of faith to you. Amen. Ponder those thoughts. I it went too fast this morning. We run. Watch it again. Pray about it. Maybe pray the prayer I pray. Pray, Lord Jesus... Forgive me for my sins. Thank you for humbling yourself on the cross for those sins. Fill me with humility and direct my eyes of faith to you. Bless somebody today. We'll see you tomorrow.